The evil of corruption reaches into every corner of the world. Corruption lies at the heart of the most urgent problems we face. Welcome to Confidential Brief, where Chad Thomas takes you into the stories behind the issues facing our society. You're listening to Confidential Brief on 101.9 FM, live in Johannesburg, and broadcasting worldwide on highfm.com. Today, I'm fortunate to be joined in studio by crime fighter extraordinaire, no one other than Andy Mashaile. Andy was previously the Gauteng chairperson of the policing board. He is currently the Interpol ambassador for the Turnback Crime Campaign, and he's also been involved extensively with Crime Stoppers International. Andy, welcome to the studio. It's great to be on this heavyweight champion show with Chet. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's a great start to the show. Andy, you have a very impressive resume when it comes to policing oversight, etc. Let's go back in time. Before we get to Interpol, before we get to Crime Stoppers International, let's talk on a local level. How did you get involved in the fight against crime in South Africa? Chad, some time back in 2007, my daughter was gang raped by about 14 young men. Um, she was 17 years of age by then. Um, she had attended a party and her drink was spiked by those young men. Um, all of them were under the legal age. Um, none of those young men uh, was convicted. None of those young men uh, were um, um, incarcerated. Um, as a father, Chad, you don't want that happening to your daughter. Um, the following year, my daughter had to stay away from school because she couldn't cope. Um, my daughter could not get counseling. My daughter wanted justice. Uh, the following year of that, sub- uh, that of the sabbatical that she took had to do with attending court cases and many of those things. And let me tell you, None of them were found guilty um, because she couldn't identify them as a result of passing out because of the substance that was put in her drink. Um, that drove me as a father uh, to create a conducive environment uh, for children in the whole world, be them Jewish children, be them um, African children, be them uh, Muslim children, be them children just all over the world. No one has the right to rape our daughters, Chet. Uh, not even our wives, not even our mothers, not even our grandmothers. Uh, these are the things that drove me. This is the one thing that drove me to ensuring that our policing law enforcement agencies, particularly SAPS, does what is expected to do in terms of crime prevention, your social crime prevention, crime combating, and also ensuring that I mobilize communities, fathers, Chet, um, yourself and the producer here, Vosi, uh, we have a responsibility to, to take leadership. Uh, we are affirming women today in South Africa and in the world because men have shaped their responsibility of providing leadership, focus and direction to our children. Our boys miss us. I am definitely sure that those 14 young men, some of them come from broken homes. Some of them come from the homes 
where they couldn't have had proper authority uh, to make sure that they respect women. That's the key. That was at the core of why I um, started off at the local police station level as a community police forum member, an ordinary member, moved up the ranks when the chairperson uh, of the Western Area Community Policing Forum could not go through. I was elected into the position uh, of the chairperson after the 90 days as prescribed by um, your CPF interim regulations of May 2001, read in conjunction with SAPS Act uh, 68 of 1995, plus the constitution of that particular station. By then we had uh, 139 police stations, I think. So by now we have 142 police stations there. The baby police station is Tembisa South, um, 142 police stations. I have visited those 142 police stations, all of them chat, for a very simple reason. To make sure that when my white brother, uh, my black brother, my Chinese brother, yellow, black, green, tall, short, when they go to a police station, they do not get service that dehumanizes them, that denies them of their rights uh, to uh, service, safety and security service, to build relationships with the police officers that are there, to motivate and inspire the constables who are doing the patrolling, the captain who's outside of the studio, to make him realize the value that he adds on to communities. That is the major reason why I decided uh, chart to move to uh, the community policing forum got elected i think within a year um it is a fact not i think within a year i was already responsible for the uh, the western cluster by then comprising of 13 police stations stretching from caltenville until up to hackport including wedela including um kutsong um Bekasdal, Western area, Ranfontein, Muslaking, um, sub, um, uh, mobile, uh, substation, uh, going through to Krukasdorp, Kahiso, uh, Mahalis, Hegport, and all of them. Um, like I indicated, knowing the local infrastructure for safety and security has really made me a better person. I'm on the straight and on the narrow chat. I will never commit crime. Whatever the conditions um, that would surround me at any point in time because I have seen my daughter's pain. It might be a another person's pain that out there and I have the, I'm able-bodied. I have a responsibility to use the gift that God has given me to make sure that this country, this continent, our province, which shares uh, out of the nine provinces, uh, which takes 50% of the crime on itself. I have a responsibility and a duty to make sure that I contribute my part. Andy, I think you just described every father's worst nightmare, and this triggered your involvement in community policing forums, first on a localized level, then on a cluster level, and then on a provincial level. You became chairperson of the provincial board. Um, how long did you serve on the provincial board? I served my five-year term chat. Um, I'm a one-term one leader. Um, I had to give my knowledge, my expertise in providing leadership 
focus, direction, motivation, inspiration, um, counseling, where counseling was involved in terms of bringing uh, our our people together to make sure that there is a relationship between the community and the police. Remember, one of the objectives of the Community Police Forum uh, is to jointly identify problem and the resolution thereof jointly between all critical stakeholders, law enforcement agencies, in this case the SAPS and the community, in your community, you have your Jewish communities, uh, you have your mother's communities, you have your father's communities, youth clubs, churches, mother's union from churches, as you would know, church. You bring all those critical stakeholders for the resolution of crime, for the prevention of crime and combating of crime where crime cannot be um, prevented. I'm chatting to Andy Mashaile. He uh, is the ex-chairperson uh, of the Gauteng Policing Board. He currently is the Interpol ambassador on the Turn Back campaign, which we'll be talking about straight after this. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas. Today I'm in conversation with Andy Mashaile. He is the uh, brand ambassador for Interpol. Um, in respect of their campaign, Turn Back, which we'll be chatting about at length in a couple of minutes, as well as a member of Crime Stoppers International. Andy, when you were at the Gauteng Provincial Board, um, you obviously liaised at an extensive level with the MEC for Safety and Security, together with the Provincial Commissioner. Are there any success stories in respect of your five-year tenure that come to mind that you may want to talk about? My my responsibility and my role as mandated by people like yourself, uh, chat from communities, who posted me at that very critical position of being a provincial board chairperson with a specific mandate that you people of the province gave me. You said to me, chat, go and advise the MEC and the provincial commissioner on community policing issues. I took that mandate to heart. I held General Petros to account on policing service delivery. I worked with a very competent, able-bodied, passionate police officer in the rank of Lieutenant General Petros with his management team, General Gela, responsible for visible policing, and the provincial uh, deputy provincial commissioners in Gauteng, working hand in glove with Faith, Faith Mazibuko, as the MEC of uh, Community Safety and Liaison, uh, led at national level by General Becky Taylor when he was the National Commissioner. Ma, I had to pull my socks when you work with those individuals. Let me share the successes. Between 2010 and 2013, the cash in transit highest, we brought them to a zero. The ATM bombings went down to a zero. Hijackings on the entry chart, the N12, November 12, the R28, where I come from, and all the major routes and provincial roads was reduced drastically. If you look at the crime stats for that financial year, I am so happy to say the people of Gauteng, security companies, companies like IRS, um, we all joined hands. I spent a lot of time in this complex 
where High FM uh, is situated. I came here with General Gela. We met uh, Zef Krengel, the chairperson of the uh, SA Jewish Board of Deputies by then. I don't know if he's still the chairperson. We jointly decided on issues of safety and security. The success for me, Chad, was not uh, the crime stats as I'm belting them out. Uh, the success was communities, ordinary people on the ground joining hands with police, ensuring that they tell the police what to do. In my relationship with the media, I was on High FM. In my relationship with the media, I went out there to ensure that the team that I was leading, remember I was the chairperson of the board, the provincial commissioner is an ex-official member of the board. When he sat on the board, I was there, the boss. Uh, we took joint resolutions. Uh, we said we were privy to the operations and the successes um, that were put out there. Uh, we were sworn to strict confidentiality, and that happened with my board. We engaged. Um, one of those successes that I want to bring to the fore chat, you remember uh, for the three years or so, there was um, a high rate of farm mothers in Melders Drift and Broncos Prate, if you remember very well, when people were robbed and they were killed in their houses. And let me get straight to the point. Uh, some black people there, be them foreign nationals, we're killing our South African brothers and sisters and kids who happen to be white in Meldestreft. I have spent in that area, chat six months every evening when I left the provincial office and other responsibilities. I was escorted to there to sit at the uh, Meldestreft police station where we engaged with the AGM's, um, the, the GM's forums, the general manager's forums for the lodges in that area, where I personally built relationships with the general managers. I don't care what color they came from and background. To me, they were part and parcel of a family that deserved safety and security. We went there with General Petros. And here's a picture that I want to bring to the fore. When I looked at the, the podium, it was all black people sitting at the podium, all our levels and responsibilities and the general. The audience was all white. What came out of the exchange of fire between police management and ourselves and the communities was bringing together 14 organizations, including an executive women's forum in the area, to tell the police how they wanted to be policed, to tell the police to make sure that there is patrolling uh, of areas like Clinic Road in that area where a lot of murders were happening. Um, one of the stories that will live in my heart forever until I die was the story of a little girl. I'm a father, Chet. A little girl who was 15 years old when the criminals, when the burglars, when the robbers got into the house, uh, and they wanted to take the father's cell phone. This young girl stretched her hand in front of the father, the 15-year-old trying to defend the father. What broke my heart was this criminal pulled the trigger through the chest of that little girl who died painfully, hit the father for a cell phone. I respect women, be them at that age, 
the 15 year age 15 year old age standing for a father standing for a community standing for a family standing for the right to a safe and secure province a safe and a secure home a safe and a secure country that really broke my heart that's a story that i will grow to go to the grave with may her soul rest in peace um and may the family gain strength uh, to pick up from the pieces of that 2013 incident. Andy, we're talking about community policing forums, community involvement, and how important it is. During your tenure, there was a national instruction to place a moratorium on the recruitment and training of reservists. And we know that reservists have played an integral part in community policing. Why do you think that moratorium was placed? What are your personal views relating to the to the situation with the moratorium on training and recruiting reservists, which has now been overturned? They they now are recruiting once again, but we lost upwards of 60-70% of reservists. Brother, let me flip the coin and say what steps did Andy take to ensure that that impasse is sorted out? Members of the community participate in policing as reservists. Remember, a reservist form part and parcel of the community a component in policing that I led. I held a meeting with General Petros and the reservists in this province. And some of them are my, are my friends until up to this day. I met with... Uh, reserve constables, kennels, um, and, 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 and those who are representing them in that meeting. We were at the uh, general's boardroom uh, on the first floor at the provincial head office. Um, we were looking for a solution on how to make sure that they continue to give the eight hours that they um, contracted with a national government or provincial government from a a, 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 a policing point of view um, to make sure that they continue to provide service. They put up challenges um, before us looking for a solution, obviously as a provincial leadership. The national instruction came up. I think the national instruction was informed and motivated by dynamics that I was not privy to and those dynamics that n- did not necessarily take into consideration the impact of crime throughout the whole country. We continued to work with those reservists in their field um, as individuals, as some of them were providing service. And I want to quickly go uh, to a shot that uh, helps me or, or go to a bullseye point that says reservists are important in the system. Um, I think it was a month or so to when I saw an article by the National Commissioner General Stoll indicating that there is a shortfall of 62,000 boots, uh, 62,000 boots on the ground. There's a gap uh, for 66, for 62,000 police officers throughout the whole country. And when uh, in the state of the nation, the, uh, the president said we must reduce, um, violent crime by half in the next 10 years, which is by 2030. And we, we are now learning, uh, we now learned as of yesterday or some few days ago, there are vacancies at your various police stations. And let me implore young guys out there who are listening to this interview to go and please those of you who have been appointed police officers by God, um, your opportunity to go and serve God through policing 
go to the nearest police station, look for those Z83 forms, chat, um, fill them up, become police officers, serve our country. Reserve uh, constables who uh, want to serve, please go to your nearest police station, familiar, familiarize yourself with the law and sh- ensure that you continue to serve to create a safe and a secure environment for one and all children, women, and, and all vulnerable groups. Um, um, and so that we can then stop this trend of women who are being killed, students who are being killed, and most importantly, chat to deal with lawlessness in our country, where people think that they are superheroes and, and, and tough people selling drugs, destroying communities, and those who are looting also deserve to be punished brutally so within the confines of the law and who must punish them brutally our courts of law our justice system no to vigilantism by members of our community i don't care where you come from i don't care how angry you are with a drug dealer let's make sure that if you don't trust a police officer in your line of work, you phone General Mawala, the provincial commissioner, you phone General Ketas Tolle on their state phones. You make sure that they act in cahoots with those who are looking for justice, safety and security. We're chatting to Andy Mashaile about community policing. When we come back, we're going to talk more about his recent role with Interpol. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to Confidential Brief. My name is Chad Thomas. I'm in conversation with Andy Mashaile, who is the ex-Gauteng chairperson of the policing board and currently an Interpol ambassador. Tell us more about this role at Interpol, how it came about, and what it is you are doing. Chad, because I'm a guy who believes in putting results on the table in terms of a safe and a secure environment, informed by um, the core motivation of making sure that children are safe, women are safe, uh, people like yourself are safe, people like Vusi are safe in the houses when they sleep, and our mothers and our grandmothers are safe in the old age homes. Um, I continued, I worked very hard, Chad. I would leave home at 4 a.m., and come back around 11, 12 midnight. Having had visited, yo, chat from, from Caltonville to Broncos Parade, having had spent time with everyone um, across the space, the land of safety and security, across the land of crime prevention and, and crime combating. Um, I subsequently came to the attention of the National Head Office because of the work media work that I was doing, publicity, brand positioning, influencing, mobilizing. I remember when General Becky Kwele had an MPs at, at Alex. As the provincial board chairperson, I was given the task to mobilize for my province. Remember that I had a responsibility as the provincial chair to make, that, to make sure that the stadium has respect to capacity so that the people can participate in the fight against crime by sharing frustrations and, 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 and helping the National Commissioner by then, General Becky Kail. Um I, I came to the attention of the National Head Office. I came to the attention of, of Interpol. Um, immediately after General Becky Kale, um, General Pieja came into the picture and the South African Regional Policing Conference, SAPCO, um, 
was held in South Africa. The National Commissioner of South Africa was handed over the leadership um, of the Regional Police uh, Corporation organization. She was handed over the, the sword, there was that military drill, and some of us were approached, uh, I was approached to become an ambassador for the 10 Backline, this international campaign which stretches up to uh, all the 190 countries in the world, um, member states of um, Interpol. I, I did not doubt, um, I did not even think twice about participating in a campaign of that nature because to me, it became very important. Remember, Chet, I came in as a guy who did not know anything about policing. A father was motivated by the creation of a safe and secure environment and found some good policemen who took me through, explained to me, who taught me policing, who taught me crime stats, compilation, crime stats, analysis, and many of those things. I, I became an expert. My 10,000-hour rule um i i i i successfully um learned how to be the best in the time space and interpol invited me to become an ambassador because of the work that i was doing from a high visibility point of view uh, from engaging uh, with quite a lot of senior leadership in the country uh, from senior leadership to guys on the ordinary ground, some of my best friends chat are uh, your little boy, your six-year-old guy. I call those guys doctors and professors. And you learn from them. You learn from your constables. You learn from your mummies in the street. So I, I, my, 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 my brand value, my currency was high. And Interpol said we could do with a person uh, of your brand, of your caliber, of your energy levels to ensure that. Uh, the 10 back crime campaign um, is elevated to we're moving it we're moving the bar up um, uh, are you available to can uh, be able to do that and I agreed that I was available I was appointed on the 23rd of October 2014 until currently um, I am flying that flag not flying that flag for my jacket but flying the flag for all South Africans not to be victims uh, of crime uh, mobilizing South Africans chat to make sure that we turn back the tide of crime. You were also involved with an international organization known as Crime Stoppers International. What do these kind of organizations bring to the table in respect of training up or creating awareness for safety and security on a localized level? On a localized level, these organizations have a very critical role to play. And the question that you're asking me is, are they playing a role that would help reduce crime in our communities at a local level? I will respond by saying not enough has been done by these organizations. Um, solely because I have observed, learned, and broken down a few silos in my own case, in my own space, where this organization competes with the other instead of 
cooperating at police station level, which is what you're talking about. From police station le- level, below police station level, you have your, your sectors, uh, your sector crime forums. I have never liked that concept, sector crime forum. Um, the forums responsible for crime combating at sector level. Well, the act and the interim regulations, I think, is the question of language that has never even made me happy. Um, Below the police station level, CPF level, we have sectors that build up uh, your your police station level community policing forum. Um, I think we can do better as those organizations. Um, one of my station commanders in the Rand West cluster was listening to my interview at your radio, at your fellow, your sister radio station or brother radio station, 702 on Saturday. I was talking about cybercrime, uh, your... Uh, your phone hijacking, your SIM card, uh, SIM hijacking uh, crimes that have been committed all over the world and localizing it in South Africa. I think these organizations with the expertise, with people who've got energy levels, with people who are committed, uh, with resources put in place, we can do better. Uh, you're going to say to me in my, in my response, Andy, you skip the part that you play as an individual at your local police station um, at, and at my police station as Chad. Chad, I have adopted Begasdal Police Station where I was born and bred. Engaging with them, um, the station commander, the Colonel Swart, I have worked with him when I was the chairperson of the uh, Houghton Community Police Board at um, Haniju. Uh, I have gone there to introduce the, the white brother to my own mother and to the ladies' um, uh, church groupings and engaging, ensuring uh, even that when I receive, remember I still receive because of, I don't know, because of integrity and credibility, I receive credible um, intelligence from members of the community. I share it with the police um, to make sure that we stop crime from happening. Um, The long and short is we can do better when we participate as individuals. And this is what I'm doing. Chet, I don't know whether I should say I am launching that campaign in this interview on your show, in your studio. Um, I told the other radio station that is competing with your, uh, cooperating or collaborating with your, with your show. I said, I'm going to be going to High FM and I'm going to be launching, um, talking crime, um, crime prevention and security with Andy Mashaile campaign. They said, no, why are you not doing it? As, uh, doing it here on the station. I was at SAFM. I said, no, 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 no. I've decided I want to do it at High FM. As an individual, I'm going to be doing crime prevention talks. Everybody is a motivational speaker and that kind of stuff. I have a responsibility as a father to mobilize fathers, giving fathers talks like the one that I uh, gave on Saturday and the one that I gave um, a few days before Saturday at, uh, at SAFM. It is important that as an individual chat, I don't have to wait for Interpol 10, for the 10 back crime campaign. No, no, no. I have a role to play as a father. Uh, I have a role to organize me and you. We must go and, and, and have breakfast with young boys at the high school where I used to go primary, Bekasdal, Western area. Breakfast with dads. It doesn't matter. Uh, the color of the dad doesn't make a difference. Me and you know that some boys don't have fathers in their lives. Some boys just wish to have a breakfast with another man. You know, we put on our best suits. On that day, we ask uh, the Minister of Education or the MEC kindly allow them to wear whatever they want to do that looks nice. We put on our ties. We go and have breakfast 
for that particular day or for that particular week or when the schools are closed, we go and sit with these boys, we hug them, we play basketball with them, uh, we throw in the and the rugby ball, you know, we, we bowl on that particular day. Father's looking very decent, we go then we have those things. It is my dream to realize some of those things. I am going to be giving those talks. Uh, next Saturday, I'm meeting a group of women. Why women? Because uh, 2017, 2018, um, crime stats from uh, Stats SA that have to do with uh, fraud, banking, mobile and online. Um, 53.8% of the people who are victims of fraud online uh, were women. Um, simply put, uh, our sisters, our mothers, our grannies, it is our responsibility to help them avoid being hacked by through fishing, through vision and many of these things. Most of them uh, from your townships uh, wouldn't have the expertise and the knowledge to have time to understand these things. So we spend time with them, we talk to them, we make sure that we have a 12 months rolling program. This is what as an individual I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing crowdfunding. The listeners on this radio station, if they want to help, I am pleading that they should help so that I can be able to do something very decent with this show. Me and this show partnering and going out there to make sure that we create an impact. Well, you heard it here first. Andy Mashaile is going to be starting a peer campaign where he's going to be chatting to fathers as well as to boys out there, chatting to them about the consequences of crime and the consequences um, that crime has on their future, and not just their personal future, but the future of our country. We're taking our last break for the day. When we come back, we're going to find out what the future holds for Andy Mashayile. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to Confidential Brief. My name is Chad Thomas. Today I'm chatting to Andy Mashaile. It's been a very interesting conversation. We've tracked his his beginnings within the policing forums um, to a tragic event where his daughter was gang raped um, almost 12, 13 years ago. How he became a member of his local board, became the chairperson of the policing board, moved into the cluster of the West Rand, became the chairperson of that board, worked his way up to being chairperson of the Gauteng board. Um, and is now an Interpol ambassador for Turn Back Crime. What does the future hold for you, Andy Mashaile? Very simple chat. My purpose on earth is to help other people. So the future for me has to do with creating, offering solutions to challenges of crime, to, uh, to uh, offerings like safety and security like I've started doing, um, do I want to move on and, and, and become the president of Interpol? Oh, yes. Why? Because uh, I have observed human trafficking, which is a problem which happened. And we saw the Nigerian guy who was convicted last week uh, who trafficked at 13-year-olds and 14-year-olds. I'm not going to use the word hate in this interview, but I certainly wish for that man to have peace inside of himself because whatever the greed that's eating the man from inside, the hole that he has on the inside, he thought that he could fill it by uh, sleeping with 13-year-olds, selling 13-year-olds. You remember they were held in a dungeon uh, under a salon. Um, uh, our courts convicted that man to life sentence. And thank you to 
the criminal justice cluster. Thank you to the judges. Thank you to the courts. Thank you to the prosecutors for teaching that foreign national that when they come here, they meaning all foreign nationals, when they come here, they must contribute value. When you come here and commit crime, we will ensure as law enforcement authorities and South Africans that our courts of law will fry you. If you come in here and you commit financial crime, there are organizations uh, like IRS who are doing forensic investigations and all other security companies that are good. You will be fried. Simply put, don't commit crime in South Africa and think because of the nature of the people of this country, uh, you will live off the proceeds of crime and destroy the features of 13-year-olds. And to those 13-year-olds and uh, that 14-year-old who were held in the dungeons, who were forced to have uh, to sell their bodies, have sex with men grown up as uh, myself. Um, we wish them well. I wish them that they should get proper counselling. Um, let's ensure that they become um, members in good standing in their communities. They serve. We heal them. They become better people. Um, one of those things that I have had in the passages of life is I could... Um, what do I think of uh, being the Secretary General of of Interpol? All of these things have come th- uh, through to me through uh, little charts and rumors and that kind of stuff. I I don't normally toot my horn, uh, chat. Um, when the time is right, I will serve. If you and Vusi and the people in this precinct and out there, um, 14 million people, officially the 18 million people in this uh, province unofficially so if they say go and save us um, um, and and it transforms into the 58 uh, million people of this uh, of this country say go and save us at that level when time permits when the ground is fertile when my god wants me to go and do it i will do it uh, to make sure that this world becomes a better world for all of us Andy Mashile, people want to get hold of you to discuss your peer-to-peer conversations that you want to have, your presentations, or if they want to talk about crime prevention in general and the use of community policing forums to achieve this and the symbiotic relationship between the public and private sector, how do they contact you? Um, my email address is Andy, A-N-D-Y, Andy Mashile, one word, A N. D Y M A S H A I L E at iCloud.com and Dimashail at iCloud.com. Uh, if you want to tweet me, I am available at uh, this handle at ND underscore Mashaile. ND at, at ND underscore Mashaile. That's my, my, my Twitter handle. Um, my numbers would be 082-346-0520. Let me repeat my number. 082-346-0520. When I'm not available, I will definitely return your call or send me an SMS. I'm available on Signal. I'm available on Telegram. I'm just not available on WhatsApp because of the flaws and the hacking and uh, that I experienced. Um, I am more than willing to serve our country, more than willing to help our people. 
Um, I am on my knees requesting that um, those with deep pockets, let's make this crime prevention, uh, crime prevention and security talks a success. Let's get fathers to go and have break, uh, breakfast with little boys out there. Let's be real fathers. Let's help them become real men and not monsters and animals. Uh, let's help them um, respect their mothers and respect other road users when they become taxi drivers and respect their grandmothers and respect their fathers. Andy Mashayile at iCloud.com. Andy underscore Mashayile is available on Twitter. He is a valuable resource should you need his guidance, should you need to have a chat to your um, scholars, your learners within your schools, or just one-on-one peer chats, feel free to contact him. We'll be uploading his particulars on our different social media platforms. Andy, thank you so much for joining us today. It is a blessing, Chet, to have come in here as a little weak guy, as a novice, bobbing and weaving. I'm living as a champion. Um, I'm living as a champion, floating like a butterfly and stinging like a bee, and always will do. And thank you to this wonderful and marvelous show of yours. May it grow from strength to strength. By the way, keep your dial on this wonderful show every time it's on air. Thank you. I really appreciate the kind words. That was Andy Mashaile. He is currently the ambassador for Interpol's Turn Back Crime campaign. He is the ex-chairperson of the Gauteng Community Policing Forum. Uh, next week, we're going to be chatting to Dave uh, Albert and Mike Sears about the involvement of security companies on a localized level and the value that they can perhaps contribute towards the fight against crime. You've been listening to Confidential Brief right here on 101.9 High FM.